Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of 343. Uh, it has been quite a while since we have recorded an episode, but we are back and it seems like we have uh, a nice and nice big team over here. Uh, we had a couple of faders. Uh, I, I know Jason. Jason's a bit disappointed that he doesn't have any any backup tonight. But yeah, every man for himself, man. Like, uh, I think we'll we'll be able to take each other on tonight. Uh, myself and Mubin, we have each other's back though. So, so, so that's gonna be that's gonna be great. How are you guys doing though? Good. Better than Jason. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Better than bad. Better than oh, yeah. I suppose you're right. We're all good. <laughs> uh, it's like you know that meme. We it's like you say one thing, but then it's the mask that's covering the face that's crying. That's exactly what's what's happening with Jason right now. <laughs> I don't think there's any mask there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah honestly, no. I'm like not even wanting to hide the emotions. While I smile a bit, bro, I am. I think I've cried all of my tears out already, so it's fine. I'm not even worried. Yeah. I even I even offered to make him like hot chocolate now tonight just to to like ease 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 his way back into this recording. It's it actually slapped there. Eh? So I mean, outside all of this podcast, if anything fails, bro, become a barista because this hot chocolate <laughs> is really good. Plus, it's nice customizable mugs. So shout out, uh, who's this? Thor, son of Odin. <laughs> Odin son. Yeah, exactly that. Let's, let's just get straight to it. What on earth happened to Arsenal in the last two Potless. months? Potless. Potless. What do you mean? They've, they've been earth. sitting. They've just been I sitting. Know, right? Arsenal wanted to get top four to get Champions League. I think we overachieved by being second. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you on that one. I agree. There's Look. You can laugh all you like, right? But a team that's never been in a title race and now it's like, yeah, there's a fair degree of inexperience in the team. And yeah, maybe we should see it out. But yeah, I've made my peace with the fact that we're back in Champions League. It's hard, right? I mean, if there's anybody, I think Nikita can attest to how hard it is to go up against City. You, you're trying to run against an oil machine, uh, excuse the pun, a well-oiled machine, rather. Um, and it's just like they, they have this gear that they click into. And I think Arsenal just got so frightened by it. And I think the, what's it, the, the fragility, if that's even the word, of like previous years, it just crept in and stuff like that. Like silly stuff, man. Things that we didn't do the whole season. And then suddenly it gets to the point where we need to stand up and actually be like accounted for. It's... It's something I experienced all through primary school already. Primary school, high school, where we get into positions. I'm like, I'm used to it, man. <laughs> if you had asked me at the start of the season, nobody put us in that race. It's fine. Then we were there. And, yeah, I don't think they fully believed that they could go toe-to-toe with City. And I think that's what showed. And it's just like, yo, it's, it's sad to actually go out like that. And, okay, Brighton was a big loss. But I think it's once again, it's the hurting of, like, Everton early in the season, it's West Ham, it's Southampton. Um, it's much like last season where we lost against Spurs and, and then lost against Newcastle, but there was a run of games before that 
where we lost against Southampton at home, where we lost against Brighton as well. And it's like everything leads up and then this massive result is the final nail in the coffin. But actually, the death was, uh, it was compounded earlier already. So, yeah, I suppose we'll have to live with this bottler's tag. Um, but yeah, let's just see what next season. I'm, I'm on to next season already and there's two games left and I'm, I just don't care about this anymore. <laughs> we have Champions League. Next season is the one. I saw, I saw, a, I saw a stat that like you guys were uh, top of the top of the log for like what ninety three percent of the season, yeah, which is crazy. Like you know, no, like, I, I mean, like I, I know, I know yeah. you're saying, I know you're saying that like you you're over the season, you're like looking looking to to the next season already, but it's just like you know, it's like I, I don't know how how I deal with that mentally. Like it was like within grasp. Peter, you, you were there already with that one point season. Like, I mean, it was within reach, but the difference, yeah, yeah. But like the difference Twice. is that Arsenal were top of the log for like 93% of the season. Yeah, but I think, that, I think that's irrelevant. I think I, I missed it. I sent the stat in the group chat, like, and, and apologies, I had to say, I told you so, but, you have to win every single game. That's the margin of it. Yeah. You have That's... to win every single game. When when we won the league, we won 26 out of 27 games of our first 27 games. And that's the pressure you need to put these guys under. That's the yeah, that, that's the margin of error that you're working with now. Yeah. Like the reality of thinking that you're gonna get 90 points and win this league now is a is is long gone. Like you need to let that go. Um and that's why I, I said, like I've been saying on the podcast all season, I was like, there's no way Arsenal's going to win this league. You know, it's a nice dream to have, but there's no way. It took us three seasons to be to wear them down to win it, right? That's literally what it took for us to win it. It was literally wearing them down. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that's, that's just the standard now. I mean, I think you guys gave it a good go and it was nice and fun for a while, but we just have too much power, too much money, too many charges against them <laughs> um yeah, what does that mean anyway in reality um but i mean i think you know joseph you guys will be a better team for this for this running uh your team you guys are a lot of young players in that team the mentality will, will build from this i mean yeah it's so it, it really will. Yeah. yeah no i and and i think that's what i think people is now saying okay arteta needs to go and it's like you, you're asking for a tangible evidence of improvement, right? When he took over, we were eighth. Then I think we got eighth again. Then we got fifth last season. And I, I actually remember because we always seem to do a, a talk about this because Arsenal seem to be falling at these moments. And, and now we're saying, okay, this is going to motivate them. So from fifth, we now go to second. And like you say, you have to be absolutely perfect playing against City. I think Villa thought that they had it one last season. Liverpool maybe win the league. But City come and they, they just... There's something. While they may not win the Champions League, they've got this Premier League thing on lock now. <laughs> um, they know how, what to do, when to do it and stuff like that. So I'd like to believe that this one now pushes us even further. And maybe this is that little push that goes. Um, but like we say, it's, there's a tangible evidence of where we are going. And I think we're at the season now. So if next season, if we are going to put stakes down, and okay, everybody says next season is not going to be the same. 
and everybody was performing below par, so that's why Arsenal's doing this. But I, I say to that, like, if it was so easy this season and City and Liverpool weren't doing, then why is it that only Arsenal was able to do it like that? That should be evidence enough that there has been improvement, right? Um, so we push on to next year and we see hopefully we can run, but I do feel next year will be a bit harder. But I don't think that miraculously Arsenal's just not going to be doing what we did this season. Like, it's not to say that we played a stretch of like eight games, good football. I think we played a good solid six months of consistent football where we dominated most games and got results. Okay, there were certain lucky results in there, but I think that's part and parcel of a season run in. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited for next, um, I'm disappointed, but yeah, I'm ready to look at next season already. Because I also wanted to watch my team on a Thursday night. Sorry, that's the thing. Uh, you can watch it on a Tuesday no, and Wednesday. I, 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 I don't watch football on a Thursday night. I start, start that off right there. Um, but I have a question for you, right? Because now, as an Arsenal supporter, I mean, whether you're a terrible Arsenal supporter, which I believe you are if you're calling for Arteta's head, or a great Arsenal supporter, which I think most of you guys are, you know, your expectations now are raised, right? So... Mm. So this season was that season where you guys gave it all in the league. You guys exited cup competitions early, etc. Mm. Which is normally, I mean, a comp- FA Cup is normally a competition you do well. So is it now that Arteta has high expectations now to perform in cup competitions? Definitely not Champions League. You're probably going to get one of Real Madrid or Barcelona, reality for you guys, um, in your group, um, just because of your, your coefficient or whatever it is. Yeah. Low. Um, so, I mean, not Champions League, but I'm talking... Is there now an expectation for next year for you guys to actually compete in, in the cup or deliver a trophy next season and finish in the top four with the reality of Chelsea are probably going to make a resurgence, Liverpool are probably going to be competing for top four spots next year, etc., etc. Is that where you are holding Arsenal Football Club to next season? Um, yeah, I think that's where I'd, I'd like. And I mean, like you said, Champions League, I think we, we now need to sustain that run of being there, right? And I'm not expecting us to really go deep in that because, like you say, it, it's going to be tough. And I think for most of those players, it's going to be the first time it's going to be playing Champions League football, right? So that in itself is massive. Um, I'm thinking it has to be good cup runs and then, like you said, top four. And if we're not going to go cup, then I, I need to see something at the end of next season because I can understand growth, I can understand improvement, but at the end of it all, if you're not going to back it up with something, then it's just going to be on failed potential the whole time and we're going to go close and we're going to fall away, go close. And yeah, I, I'd like to believe that Arteta's got a plan for us, which I've seen. And sometimes it maybe is very much like Pep that he overthinks things. Um, but yeah, I'm just hoping that next season we can push on and it can be something better. I mean, even I think... Liverpool's going to be a bit sticky because they're obviously losing their best player, James Milner. But I'm not the sure. Legend. The legend. Yeah, the legend that is James. And, and not forgetting the ever-present Nabicator, Oxford Chamberlain, and then the, without a doubt, the best player you guys have had in like recent times, I think. Paul Mo Salah, Roberto Firmino, right? Um, yeah, I think we have to push again. And I want top three, actually then I, I, I can feel that there's something that we're building on. Yeah. So it can't, be a, yeah, it can't be a flash in the pan, just one season we go second and then it's like, 
Now, fair enough. And like you, you spoke about transfers now uh, for Liverpool, and uh, I mean, like the the news that were that was going around today is that Granitxaka is basically out at the end of the season. Um, so, I mean, like Arteta definitely has players in mind that he's probably looking at. Um, I, I saw uh, both United and Arsenal are both in for um, Kim. Main what uh, from the defensive mm. yeah from yeah. from Napoli um, and he's he's uh, you'll be a brilliant addition to any to any team but then again you come from the Serie A I mean you can be great in Serie A it doesn't mean that you're going to be great in in the Premier League so um, Italians generally don't transfer well actually <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I mean look at Lukaku for instance like he he lights up the CDR, but he, he comes to the Premier League and the guy struggles. Like It's like he's never kicked the ball before in his life. Uh, but yeah, just going back to Arsenal, like I think that that like transfer, that recruiting um, department will need to be spot on because everybody's uh, game is going to be uh, up to a max level next season. Yeah. Um, if this whole takeover with United goes through, you don't know what what's going to happen on that front. For all we know, Chelsea can do a complete opposite of what they did this season. I mean, it's you're gonna have to expect the unexpected, and I feel like like everybody speaks about top six uh, currently in the Premier League, and that number is just gonna keep on growing because of how um, competitive all the teams are are, are becoming. Um, but yeah, just like from your point of view, Jason. Are there any transfers that you are hoping comes in or are there any positions in that team that you feel need to be looked at? Um, yeah, obviously to lose Granite, I think it might be the best time because his character arc, right, has been <laughs> it's been crazy. They they actually need to study it for sure. <laughs> and I think he, he leaves at a time where he's restored his reputation. And I think Arteta We'd only let him leave if we have somebody lined up that could be like for like or maybe better. Which, I mean, there's names been thrown around and stuff like that, and I'd like to see how it works out. But I think, obviously, finding somebody to cover him, um, I think we need to get rid of Rob Holding um, because he was clearly somewhat of an issue after Saliba got injured. Um, and, uh, I mean, I think it, it happened with United. Who was the poster right? child, child for here last, though? Hey. I see he's actually the, the new spokesman for, for he's the new spokesman for his studio after Shane Warne's passing, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, maybe if it's like an alumni meet, he and Jacques Callas get together and they chat about <laughs> all things very related. Um, yeah, so I think people don't like to say it, right? But losing a player in a key position obviously affects the whole thing. And okay, losing Saliba at the right centre back, that was a big thing because it influenced build-up play and stuff like that. And I think we see it with maybe United, and I think Verge got injured as well. So that was a it's, it's massive. And then you you play against City, and they lose Ruben Diaz, and then they throw in Laporte, then they throw in Akanji, or they let Cancelo go out on loan, and they just play Nathan Ake at left back, and it's like nothing's wrong. <laughs> Their backline probably like five five hundred more maybe uh, Walker, everybody included. So I think. That's the position. I think we need more depth now and good quality depth now. It's not just like guys that are going to fill the spaces, man. You know, I, I I need somebody to be hungry. Like, I mean, looking at City's bench, they could arrest De Bruyne another weekend and they just played like Kundagan 
and it was like, okay, we'll take him off. We'll put Jack Grealish, who's been in a very purple patch in terms of performances. Not really output, right? He's been doing okay, but he's not really output winger sort of a thing. Um, and they could just bring in Riyad Mahrez. They could bring Phil Foden. They could bring in Julian Alvarez, who's a World but Cup winner. And it's that's, that's the luxury that Pepe has, though. And it yeah. hurts us all because we all have these players in our fantasy team and then they end up scoring two goals and assist one weekend and then we thinking oh yeah draft him in like yeah, get him into our team and then they chill on the bench for the next three games because he has the luxury of being like for like uh, in yeah. terms of world class players yeah so I'm, I'm not saying that we need to get to a level like that because i mean i think we could possibly i think it shows, and I think Liverpool went as well, and uh, Arsenal showed as well. You you don't need thirty good like world class players, right? But at least a solid eighteen, where you know you've got you like six key replacements that can come into any position and really keep that same level. And um, so yeah, I think it's just good quality depth. I do think as much as Jesus has done everything that I I thought he would, I need a Haaland type guy that. He's not going to touch the ball all game and you put the ball in the air and he'll finish it. You put it behind the defense. He'll take his headband off, disrespect you, score a goal. And then it's like nothing, man. Like that man played a headband the whole game against us. Then he takes it off and he scores. And it's like this guy's playing with his friends at like Cape District or something. He's just playing for the fun of it and he's just banging goals. And yeah, I think that's depth in key areas, so that midfield role, um, I think a good left-back as well to provide cover, because I think Kieran Tierney might go to Newcastle, which might be like adding oil to a fire, I think. I've been hearing that through the grapevines for like 30 mil. If, if Wasim was here, maybe Wasim would be able to confirm that things, but yeah, I mean, if you put him in that system there, they also flourish there, so... Yeah, it's going to be a big window, and I think everything's going to be inflated as well, as it always is. And, yeah, I think it's not just about spending cash, which I think Chelsea showed. It's not just about throwing 500 mil and then thinking you've got eight franchise players, like an American would say, and then you'll be fine. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking about... Yeah, I just, I just wanted to add my... Two cents worth. Yes, I mean, yes. I'm having my first word in after 19 minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, on the on the you know the league front, um, uh, and we spoke about this um, very long while back um, when we were discussing um, who's going to take the league, and I clearly remember Nikita saying that you know City is going to come and and take it, and Arsenal are going to stand a chance, and you know. I thought, no, man, you're bonkers. <laughs> you know, it's Arsenal's league this year. Um, and for me, I just feel that as much as muscle as City has, I still think it was a an opportunity missed for Arsenal. Um, so, and we're speaking, you're speaking about next season and, and the transfers. So I think your transfers are going to be, or your recruit, recruitment's going to be an important factor in determining... Um, how well you guys are going to do next season. And if you're going to win a cup, um, the recruitment is going to be your determining factor, whether it be the League Cup or the FA Cup, um, or even them contesting again for the league. Um, 
yeah, the recruitment that, that you're going to do in the off-season is going to be an important factor. Yeah, no, 100%. I have a solution for Jason's striker problem over there. Just let Harry Kane come home. If he wants to come, then he can sit on the bench behind Florent Balogun. Nah, yo, Mubin, 100%. And I think also one of the key things that we did well this past season, it's obviously hard, right? But lock the guys down early, right? If you can. And then get them integrated into the squad. It's it's easier said than done, naturally, because clubs now know that if they've got a good player, they can squeeze clubs for a lot more than what they previously could. Um, I think the, the age of like social media as well, I, I remember waiting for that Uzel signing, and it's like Sky Sports, you know, it's like a deadline day. But now for yeah. me to do this before these clubs have even spoken, he's got an exclusive. I don't know how this guy gets exclusives, right? But it's just like, it makes it harder to lock deals down because now as soon as this one smells this player, then there's like seven clubs and then suddenly it's a complete budding war and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think, like you say, recruitment, massive, getting the right guys in also. And then also whether we'll be flexible to sort of breach our wage structure, which I don't normally agree with because whilst it might work for a few months, it can cause rifts down the line and Arsenal have had issues with that. Um, yeah, I think that 100% recruitment is a massive thing and it will just see. Yeah, maybe we get a lucky draw like United got in the League Cup, you know, Charlton and Portsmouth. Games still have to be won, goals still have to be scored. Eh? Athletic, yeah, and, yeah. I'm just taking I'm just getting some feelings out because I'm clearly still <laughs> but now Mubin spoke about like we or was it Mubin that brought up the point about like us predicting uh, who's going to take the league uh, early on in the season I remember I predicted Chelsea to win this league <laughs> what was I thinking <laughs> <laughs> on the on the flip side though, I, I, <laughs> on the flip side, I made the prediction when Thomas Tuchel was still manager, and things actually looked a lot better. And my other prediction was that one of Liverpool or City won't be in the top two. So I feel like I can pat myself on the back with that one. But yeah, just flipping back to Liverpool, you guys are doing great. <laughs> Are What's that? Five, five games unbeaten? Five games unbeaten? Seven. 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 Amazing. Why are you guys surprised? What happened? I don't understand why you guys are shocked. We'd go on this run at the end of every season. With a year yeah, finished just... third, we won 10 on the bounce. Yeah, the year, but, but last year but we won normally, like 15 in a row. We bad seasons before that. Yes, we do. The year we finished third, we had a bad season. We won ten on the bounce to finish in to finish third. I don't, you guys are like you guys think like we're trash. Like what? Are you, we we are, the, we are the only club to have beaten City to a title. We like legitimately like a good team. 
Like they're still a team there. Like we're actually yeah. like a really good side. Arsenal, shut your trap. We you should have beaten you at Anfield. I don't even know why you're talking. You're lucky oh, you didn't uh, you didn't lose the lead like five weeks ago. So yeah. the only reason that United are still in fourth spot and Newcastle or oh, well, United still in fourth spot is because we didn't beat Arsenal that day. That's actually what's gonna upset me the most is that we didn't beat Arsenal at Anfield. At one point. Not, <laughs> Not because we lost to Bournemouth after we beat United 7-0. It's because we drew it home with Arsenal. That's really good. Nah, actually not, Nikita. You can't literally edge it on that game, though. No, it is that <laughs> because game. It is that, that game. We annihilated game. you in the second half. No, we simply annihilated you guys in the second half. We really yeah, okay. hate you guys in the second half. We pulled our chances in the first. Then second half means absolutely nooks. So, I'm sure Spurs yeah. would say the same with the game at, at Anfield, but I can't even yeah. react. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's dropped off the stream. Technical um, issues. Technical difficulties. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think the runner form is expected from us to be quite honest. Like it was bound to happen at some stage. Like for the team no. to kind of mold, mold together, um, new signings. I, I still I still don't think Darwin is in these straps, but I think it will happen. I think he's a really good egg. Um, Cody Gakpo is definitely a faster, um, agile Bobby Firmino. Who I'm going to like shit big crocodile tears over when yeah. he goes in two games time. I I cannot actually deal with the emotions that I'm feeling especially after what happened at least the other night was really emotional um but yeah I'm I'm stuck you know if if it comes down to us having to go and win the champion the Europa League in Dublin then so be it so be it we'll we'll finish club off club's reign off with all the trophies we could have won I think I think that's maybe what is written in the stars for Klopp's reign at, at, at Liverpool. I really don't see um, Newcastle or United dropping four more points in the next three games. Have you guys got three games left? Three. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. You guys got Bournemouth, Chelsea, and... The new game. Who's, who's, the, who's the last one? Fulham. Newcastle, yeah, Fulham Newcastle has Brighton tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah they're bright and they've got the tougher fixtures. But, yeah. but you guys have two home games. So, I mean, I expect you to win both. I mean, they were bright and I'm in trouble. What is that point yeah. split between you, uh, between you, like fifth and fourth? What is it like one point now? But I think United have a game in hand. We have a game in hand. They both have a game in hand. They both have a game in hand. Tomorrow night will be interesting. Yeah. I mean, either way. If. If yeah. they if they slip up tomorrow, right? I mean, I know Wasim doesn't want to hear this, but yeah, they, they yeah. also see they they showing some uh, some soft yes. ankle. Yeah. yeah, so I think yeah, if maybe, if they do slip up tomorrow, which which could happen, it could, it could, well, well, then uh, it would be interesting. It then does put it in. I yeah. mean, yeah, hundred percent. Last few seasons, it's weird, right? Because it's as simple as just. Why can't you guys win those other games before and then put yourself in a like a but it's like a guarantee both you and City click into this mad space, right? And it's just like finish the season well and I hear you. Yeah. I you know what my my concern with is for the Champions League 
to the top four spots. Honestly, no, I'm not saying this because I'm biased. But to have two clubs, no offense again to Arsenal, it's just that you haven't been in the Champions League for so long. You and Newcastle, between the two of you, you guys are going to get Real Madrid and Barcelona. Yeah. Both clubs are going to get Real Madrid and Barcelona. So between one of you guys, you'll get a group so tough that you won't even qualify for the Europa League. It will probably be Newcastle. So they'll go out in the group stages, right? Yeah. They won't even get Europa League. That's the reality. Like, if you guys go through in your group, I mean, that will be an outstanding achievement. Yeah. But yeah. the reality is, you're probably going to have United, I mean, no offense, but you guys are not going to make it past the quarterfinals. So you literally have City, who has... It's the only English club who's going to make it past the knockout stages. Like... I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. So that's my only issue with Newcastle qualifying in the top four at this stage. I, I think they're excellent. They've been fabulous. I love watching them. Isak, guys, I want. He's so fabulous. I love watching. I don't want him for Liverpool, but I mean, Isak he's just looks fabulous. like he has a corner shop, to be honest. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and he plays like fives on, the, yeah. on, on a Wednesday. <laughs> but I mean, but they, they, they shouldn't be playing Champions League next season. Maybe the following season? Yeah. I just they just they just it just does not do well for English football to have two kind of low coefficient clubs in the Champions League next season. It's not gonna so, do well. So do you with you saying that, do you think that Newcastle have been overachieved in this first season under the new regime? Definitely, but but we expected it, right? We all saw, we all, I think we all called Newcastle in top four. I think pretty much everybody. Yeah. Except Wasim because he's just like super negative. (laughs) (laughs) We should actually um, note it down at the beginning of next season and then put it on a graphic and see who. I know I I called Everton to go down, that I know. And I said United will be in the top four and Nikita rolled the eyes at me. But. I remember saying Pat Frank and Everton's going down. I remember yeah, saying no, that. So. I, I don't remember that because I had agreed with a Fat Frank statement. Um, <laughs> yeah. no. um, sad to see Southampton go, eh? I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I'm sad I was just going to speak about the Arsenal I'm happy by that because that's maybe six points that we can maybe take with like Luton. <laughs> nah, Luton's probably going to beat that's opening night. What do you mean? You guys are going to lose a way home and a way to Burnley. <laughs> Your company's got a plan for us. As long as I see, as long as I see Laufaster shine on the Premier League stage, I don't care what happens. I don't know if he scores and they beat us now, and it's a wonder Laufaster. I'll feel so conflicted because I'd, I'm not sure. I'd love for him to score, and if it was against my team, then I don't know. Then um. Take it with open open arms. But yeah, like, so there's two other spots left for the relegation. Like, Southampton's gone already. Uh, We have Forest, Everton, Leeds, and Leicester. That's all turning around there. Uh, They all have two games each. And so you reckon Leicester is gone? They had no fight. They had no fight. I really thought they'd give us a game. They, they look like they just rolled over, right? And they're just ready to accept it. Like, I'm not even sure. I just want to check that thing again. I think, to be honest, right? I think somebody from Leeds tweeted that 
depending on the game that happens, I think it's Saturday, right? So if Arsenal beat not, not come in there, but there's a whole lot of games that are in that space. But yeah, Leeds also look like they could, they could be down. Eh? They also don't look like they have much left in the like in the tank left to give. So yeah, as much as I yeah. <laughs> Big Sam's got something. He is. Big Sam's probably just looking at it like, okay, I have a month. Kevin Nolan. Yeah. Kevin Nolan. He brings those two guys into the league next season, guaranteed. And he just puts uh, he puts that old Bluetooth thing on here, or the mic here. I still remember going to the Reebok. And his pack of beaches. My brood. Who was the small assistant that was always with him? It was Big Sam and then it was... Um... Small Sam. Exactly. Sammy Lee. Sammy Lee. Yeah, Sammy Lee. Sammy yeah. Lee. And they, they just look like they... They're always just ready to scrap it. Like, that was 100%. That, that Bolton one. You see, it's the lion was still standing. Man turn into prime buffon any time that he play against the top team. Yo. But, um, yeah, so, so then we think Leicester's the other team. And then we think it's going to be Leeds versus Everton for a scrap. I hope Leeds get relegated, eh? Damn. I honestly want Everton also so I we can them get... Gone. Them. I obviously want Everton to go. Yeah. Imagine this whole plan, right? For them to build a new stadium or upgrade and then they relegate. And then you want to build it for what? For what championship team is going to build that stadium? No ah, really? I say everything, but then, you know, you get early and they can't break your legs. So, Honestly, I mean, it's like half a dozen either way, actually. That's the only reason I want everything to go down. It's just like injuries mm-hmm. and, like, that's all they give you. You know, it's not like a great derby anymore. Like, I really yeah. enjoy the game, but, like, the derby yeah. is not, like, a good quality anymore. I really much rather yeah. enjoy beating Man United at Old Trafford yeah. and at Anfield in pre-season, rather. <laughs> Talking about United though, what's happening with our guy Vaut Vegos? We got a rap up by low shooting. I'm kidding. <laughs> Somebody has to talk about United and what's the, what does that Walter uh, White have for next season for you guys? What is what? Walter White breaking Walter White. Yeah, what, what what's he cooking up next season? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about United anymore. It's it's still it's still draining <laughs> to a to a large degree. It's not as bad. It's not as bad, but I mean it's still draining to to lose points like we have. Um it's last few game weeks. Um I mean you, you don't <laughs> you're fighting to to stay in the top four, and uh, you're losing one 0 throwing one one. I don't know. Um, and then we sit in. Are we listening? Are we going to get bought over? Are we not going to get bought over? Guys are putting in bids at the eleventh hour. Glazers coming out and saying no, they're just on a fishing expedition. It's a little bit all over the show. Still in <laughs> on the back room. On the, on the back of front, but, um, but it, it, it has been better this season, um, much better. Our, our, our style of playing has improved, um, and I think I think a big part of us is sort of 
you know, dropping points is is uh, defensive pairing of Farhan and, and the Pucha getting injured at a very crucial period um, in the season. Um, I think if they, if they had stayed injury-free, we might have even been in the, in the Europa League final. Um, putting it out there. Um, I was I was very interested to see how you were going to end that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, as much as I mean, severe so, so as our our banana peel when it comes to the Europa, uh, Europa League. Um, I just I just feel if, if the two of them were playing and fit, mm. um, I I don't think we would have gotten the run over the way we did in the second leg. But um, um, like, fair enough, I, I, I agree with, with that, the, the point about the defensive period, but uh, Eric Tenaga has to take some responsibility as well. Some of his no, 100%. 100%. I, I, I think, like, I think when he made the substitutions, I think that played a major part. Um, and also in the league, I mean, he made substitutions, and that's that's when we conceded goals. But on the flip side, you look uh, a season ago, you had a guy like like Ole who never made any subs, and we still lost or, or lost games. So, you know, at least he's 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 trying and and he's giving the guys a show, and that just shows that on the bench we don't have like real quality at this stage or enough quality. I don't um, think we have bad options on the bench, though. Like, the, the, the thing is, like, we have... Like, I, I really like Bakunda Pulisti. I think he's a really great talent. And every time he was given a game or a cameo of the bench, he made something happen. I mean, I'm not sure what happened between him and Eric Tenag, but you know, I've just stopped using him altogether. And whenever we were chasing goals, on from the bench, and we know what that's going to do. But going to hold up our players, you know, like our, our players are going to remain static, not going to improve our, our play that much. And every time we put Vegos on, like, we never scored a goal. Like, the point was to put him on to score a goal, to equalize or win the game or something, and that just never happened. So that that brings it back to my point of directing as well, and I'm I'm hoping he did that as uh, made to ownership. Like you can't give me rubbish like with Black Body Like he's not going to score me goals. Look, one score. So I'm like uh, at the back, and I'm trying to like tell myself that that's actually what he's been doing. But yeah, it's, it's hindered the team a lot. Like you said, we haven't been winning our games. We haven't been winning goals. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's well, but it was uh, it was his decision to to bring him in on the loan anyway. I mean, I don't think the board would have said, "Listen, we're bringing this guy in." Um, yeah, as a short term. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I still, I mean, as much as you know, when Marshall's fit and he's running at, at defenders, and you know, he's easy on the eye to see, but he was never going to last coming back from injury. I mean, he came back for a couple of games and he was out and then it's an eagle. And whereas I think, I'm not saying that Vegas is, was a solution, but at least the guy was fit every game. Um, 
Yeah. You could run 90 minutes at least and not, you know, pick up an injury and, and make make the squad uh, depth even shorter than what it is current, currently. Um, um, I don't think he's great, but I think when he started the game, so us initially when he, when he just arrived, um, he did well up front, holding up the ball at least to get the midfielders involved. Um, yeah. That's not something we've had in a long while at, at Old Trafford. Where we had a striker who could hold the ball up and and you know involve the rest of the guys in the attack. I also think um, Garnacho getting injured when he did also, you know, sort of um, derailed us a bit or derailed the momentum. I think he was sort of our one and only X factor, if you could call it that, X factor player who could you know uh, turn something into or turn nothing into something. Um, scoring a goal or creating a chance was or a player that's actually willing to run at a defender. Um, not like our right winger who's a one-trick pony. Um, but yeah, I think I think his 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 injury was also untimely. Um, yeah. At the yeah. But yeah, no, let's let's, let's see again. I think I think we're in the same boat as Arsenal for next season. I think if If we get bought over, a big if in capitals with a few exclamations, um, I think our recruitment is going to be as important as what Arsenal's would be um, to take us to, to the next level. You know, um, I'm not saying we're going to compete. I'd like us to compete next season for the league. That's obviously a far cry, but the recruitment. I know you're shaking. I'm saying it's it's. I would yeah. like us to. It's not going to happen. But yeah, the recruitment yeah. is the I proper recruitment is, yeah, is the first step in the right direction to build on for the season after and in a yeah. season after that. Um, at least we should be competing in a couple of cups next season if we if we come if we do the right recruitment. That's my two cents worth. I fully agree. Yeah, it's interesting because oh, I'm seeing a, like a lot of what Arsenal also went through, isn't it? Where it's like you've got this eleven, but if you lose one of your players, it's done, right? And I'm I'm not saying it's this season. But I think we had some good strength, and we we had strength in these years. We're still short. But um, I think we can do better. But it's just like there, there needs to be more overall quality in the squad, and it's also about beating off the dead weight out. Which I think or what Arteta did, and I think the club's gonna have to do that now. He's gonna have to get rid of a few guys there that have just been. They haven't been as consistent, maybe, and maybe that's also what it's been. Because when guys to go off the boil, you want somebody that's gonna come off the bench or. Come to the squad that's going to give something different, and it's just like, yeah, there was just a overall lack of quality going through. And okay, there were some issues with like injuries and then suspensions, and then it's also a brand new coach, <laughs> so it's not going to be perfect. It needs to be this teething problem now, which I also I thought Newcastle they went and they went for it right, and now I'm thinking now the expectation is not. Far we can maybe go and show that you can possibly be this. And now you have to 
I have to do it. It's the, the expectation increases now every season. And there are more teams that will be So even Villa now, Buna Embe, what are going to do next season? Liverpool had their quiet season. Now we, we need Liverpool of like two or three seasons. So they have to now come in. Chelsea going to get Pochettino. Well, they now need to do something. Um, so, yeah. Recruitment is probably the word for this. And it's a word we use all the time, but recruitment is what it needs. Uh, I mean, every season we, we say it's big problem, but now it's going it's gonna to have to be. <laughs> How do we how do we think Chelsea is gonna set up next season though? I don't know. I, I think I'm not sure. Do they appoint a new manager for next season now? Yeah, Pochettino, like they, I don't Chelsea. think they announced it, but Fabrizio announced okay, we go, we go. So I guess that's yes. that's yeah, for me that that was all dependent on, on who they they bring in. Um but you never know with with Todd. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they have no Europe next season, right? So they have they have nothing else to compete for. So it should yeah, be they can't finish, I don't think they can finish in the top half of the table this season. So it's not even the top conference uh-uh. league that they can. No. I mean, they only got enough points not to get relegated like last week. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think they'll they'll make a decent, they'll settle. But I mean, I don't think they'll. I think they'll make the top six, but I don't think they're going to. I, I think I mean, that's my personal opinion. Yeah, I think it's going to be a process for them as well. Like a couple of weeks ago. They signed someone on a free or pre-contract. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> it's like from going bad to worse because they're still continues, continuing signing guys, not knowing who the manager is going to be. Yeah, no. So, I, I, I know was never that idea. <laughs> That's all it is. That's as long as you can do that. Yeah. 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 Shout out. Uh, I don't think I'm, I'm ready for this conversation. Not so so many of them on this call. <laughs> Let me just rather uh, have some technical issues. And if I'll it was join ever like one. a blooper award of the season, you would think it would like if anyone wants to give it to Arsenal. <laughs> I will punch you because it needs to go to Spurs. Spurs are awful. Like, they are useless. They might as well get relegated, actually. Like, just stop wasting our time. Just get relegated. Everybody's taking time, taking up a spot in the top six for no reason, for too long of the season. Just get relegated. Stop wasting our time. I saw that David Raya might go to Spurs as he's a perfect player. Yeah, he's the perfect player. He's a guy who I will walk past him in the seat. I'll never remember his face. Like, like Sanchez or like any other bloody keeper that's ever played for Spurs who's not Lloris. Like, I'm never going to yeah. remember you. You are irrelevant I, I, in my life. I'm low-key sad, though. 
I, I like David Raya, and like, I was hoping that he would have like, come to United as Day is Lord knows we need to replace Day now. Um, yeah, but you so, guys need a big, a big signing there. A big, big yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I saw United with, with, with Jordan. No, thank you. Stay at Everton. Don't, don't come to United. That guy's arms aren't even long enough to like play badminton. No less football. What happened over there, Nikita? Did you have no cheating with something? What do you think? Just go black and white. But yeah, look, Nikita said earlier she's like you, maybe because they didn't so much. I was going to chime in and say, yeah, I probably said first, but I thought, I had to saw a friend, I don't want this guy to ever come back on the pod, and I'm sure we have some friends that watch, hopefully, the six of them that are here in down, maybe they watch, and now we lose six. So I thought, but yeah, I, I think people are like, okay, look, bottles, right? But it's like we we're not scope to Spurs at the start of the season was supposed to be so good and then they fell off. That spent X amount of money and then they fell off. And it's like there's real issues, right? And we getting more falling out in a running against a super team than these guys that spent off a ball. But that's because you guys were so fun, Jason. Let's just well, be honest. Okay, yeah. You guys are going to go through it. Yeah. Like, please, like, that's I, why. I mean, you guys that's are the worst. That's the same thing about, like, all these other, like, they, it, it, I've, I've never felt that I've ever been, like, proud and out there. Like, I say the wildest things that I see online and stuff, but it's like, yeah, man. Arsenal fans, yeah, we, we are, maybe sometimes we are a bit delusional, but I mean, that's what they're getting away from, like United fans and Liverpool fans. It's, we, you're so passionate about the club, and you say some wild things sometimes, but it's like, you nah, oh, I don't even repeat what I saw DD tweets of you guys last week. No, no, but like, I was just like, the guy on, like, Hardcore, like, is he like out of his mind? He was yeah. like, now I know what Liverpool fans feel. I was like, dude, like, get a grip. Like, you need to, like, seriously go have your mind. Yeah. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, it's just the delusion. And it was 93% of the season of delusion. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm like, for you, I feel bad. And for Ziad, I feel bad because you have a decent fans. But for like the, the social media arsenal that we are exposed to. You know, AFB, exactly. Not this AFB. AFB. <laughs> like, it's beautiful, man. And, you know, that's that's what, because of social media, we now associate that with Arsenal, which is not me. That's not the reflection of all the fans. Yeah. But it's just like you know, it was it was bad this season, guys. It was really bad. Yeah. So, no, no, no. but I did see a tweet the other day from from one of our fans, a guy who's quite prominent, uh, Dan Kennedy, and he was saying, you know, this whole thing of like, oh, I'd much rather City win it than Arsenal, or I'd much rather City win it than you know United, because we we all have rivals with each other, right? Massive rivalry between Spurs and Arsenal, massive rivalry Liverpool, um, United. None of us are rivals with City because they they were so irrelevant up until like a decade ago. And you were saying we need to get off the bandwagon and all just become anti-City. 
you know, super anticipated because this league is really slowly but surely becoming a farmers league. Yeah. Realistically. Like, yep. it's been to win five out of six seasons is stupid. Like, it really is just becoming the Bundesliga. So we really do need to become anti-city now, um, like they are in the Bundesliga. And not all club together, obviously, but yeah, we need to, uh, we need yeah, to change we our scene. Low-key. Yeah, we still hate each other. Like, we're still going to hate each other. But, you know, okay. there needs to be... Tribalism is important in football, what's my, what makes it enjoyable. We're also fast to watch despite war. Um, but they needs to. We need to have some sort of anti-city center with guys. It can't be this That's why. That's why I wanted Arsenal to win the league so badly. Firstly, because they still want to win the treble. Yeah, it predicts the the team that United has. Secondly, it predicts the possible treble that is on the road. Basically, getting him like it passed the dead night. They basically win the UCL. Like, there's no way that Inter Milan win that final. Like, let's let's be let's be honest here. There's no way that Lukaku, Lukaku and Lukaku Martinez, scoring goals against a team in the final in the Champions League. Yeah, because when he when he when the final happens, it's going to be the Lukaku that played in the Premiership and not in Syria. And yeah, yeah. I disagree, guys. You know. You know, the, ch- the reason that it's in the, the domestic theaters, they have an opportunity to flick their muscle, their muscle. And I'm, I know it's the fantasy of, but I mean, let me like, it's it's romantic, right? So maybe like, it's about it for a little bit. But the reason that, that you have clubs like Mexico Inter Milan and and Real Madrid is one of them. It's because they have majestic with this trophy. They have this um, like how idea that oh, I go and play against like, the bird. You don't want to go there and want to go there on a European night. And I just think like somehow. Most of Inter Milan players past will invite those Milan players. But I still believe Real Madrid will win tonight. That's my hope. And then Real Madrid of the titles. Insane. Is that three years in a row? This competition is a joke to them. them last year. It's a joke to them, man. Yeah. They can't win the domestic titles. Yeah, but I just told it just shows you right? like you could have this romanticism with this trophy where you have this amazing like reputation in what's the most difficult cup competition, but then you can't win your domestic, you know, league title. I love football, guys. It's okay. Yep, I fully agree. And yeah, anything you want to say before we wrap up? No, I'm I'm good. I think I I let off what's on what was on my chest. So yeah, just just a bit disappointed that you know Arsenal didn't go the full way. But I mean, that's life. Arsenal being humble. 
You, you, you now want me to cry, is it? You, no, no, I don't want it because, because then it's going to go on for another hour. And <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, I, I, I got off my chest what I wanted to, so I don't have, have much more to add. I'm also hoping that Madrid pulls through tonight because I can't, I don't want City to win the treble. And right now, I don't have enough faith that we going to pull one over them in the cup final. So, yeah. Come on, guys. Also, like, why is that cup final like in, like, I don't know. FA Cup. FA Cup. Why is that cup final in the second week of Wobbledon almost? Why is it so late? Yeah, the dates are the 3rd of June or something. It's quite weird. After the, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm watching Venus. I won't be watching the pick up. Because normally, Champions League is a week off. Yeah, Champions League is normally the week off. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what you get by having a Well, I suppose also got to do with the World Cup, the amount of features that were played and blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. So that probably also had a point to play in. No, for sure. But it's May now. The league ends next week. It's supposed yeah. to be the weekend after the league ends, isn't it? So you have one week to and then you play the FA Cup. Yeah, usually, yeah. It should be Roland Garros tonight. But on that note, let's wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for joining. Pleasure as always. Uh, if you are watching the video, then hit that like button. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you have not already. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Porticast. Uh, share tweets, share everything if you can, if you want to. Uh, please, it helps us a lot. But yeah, thank you to everybody uh, that showed up tonight for me and Nikita and Diaz. We have to thank Diaz, even though he, he popped off early. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys for coming on. And yeah, I'm there.